stand together just open the service in a word of prayer how many love his appearing Amen. when he comes he makes all the difference but you got to invite him and you got to recognize him that he's in our midst was a young lady one day she had an alabaster box she'd heard a testimony that the lamb was in the land she did everything she could to get to his feet she didn't just come with her ideas and her her own desires but she said I need to wash his feet with my tears There was a house full of folks there. They didn't get a thing. We want to come this morning with the right attitude. Chapel full of people this morning. Maybe you're sitting in your your home. As we've done many times. And looked at a computer screen. and Maybe a big screen. And you say, Lord Jesus. Speak to me this morning. How many would say that's your desire? Amen. I want to read a scripture. If we could put that on the screen. I just asked Brother Jonathan if he could have the tech folks put it on the screen. And he said, that's the same scripture Brother Tom read last Sunday morning. I said, well, I tried to get away from it before I got up here. But here we are. So let's read together if we could. Psalm 16. I think verse 8 to 11. This is a true believer. And I trust that you can identify yourself. You don't have to pick up your Bibles. I think they can put it on the screen. This is part of worship. They can't put it on the screen. I think they might maybe for the streaming audience they can. Therefore my heart is glad. And my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. This scripture brought Jesus up out of a grave. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence. This is for you. In thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand. There are let's say it together pleasures evermore. How many have a need on your heart this morning would say, Lord Jesus, your lines have fallen on pleasant places in my life. The boundaries that are set around me, Lord, are your boundaries, not man's boundaries. Oh, there might be restrictions and there might be governance and they can do that. That's fine. But God has pleasant places in our lives. Let's pray pray together this morning. Heavenly Father, as Our voices go out over the internet and over the airwaves. 
Lord, we want to echo our voice with those that have gone on before. Lord, this is a goodly land. There is much rest in the Holy Ghost. And Lord, we desire to press our way into that rest this morning. Lord, we want to hold up our cups just a little bit higher and say, Lord, fill my cup this morning. I lift it up, Lord, to you. Lord, our souls thirst after that manna from within the holiest of holies. We pray, Lord, that you would fill us this morning. Lord, that you would give us to eat of that hidden manna. David wasn't desiring to leave it for someone else, but Lord, he wanted to press into that place, Lord. So we pray as the high priests of our homes have gathered here this morning. Lord, you've given us little flocks, Lord, each one of us taking care of our families, brought in, sat down in order. The deacons have done what they could do. Lord, the trustees have done what they could do. Our pastor has done what he could do. Lord, there's been a vision for a camp. Lord, maybe it's for today. Lord, there's been many things that have happened over time. But Lord, we're asking that you would come. and You would make yourself very real this morning. You're an ever-present God. Lord, if there's one that has need of a touch in their body this morning. Lord, would you open their eyes to see that there is healing still in the cup. Lord, if there's one that's maybe in a pig pen of despair this morning, Lord, would you send the angel by their way and just shake them this morning and say, why don't you go on up to your father's house? Lord, we love you with a great love this morning. You said that's how we would be known, that we are your disciples, that we would have love one for another. So, Lord, as we settle into this service this morning, May the love that you have shed abroad in our lives, Lord, be seen among us this morning. We give you this service asking that you would anoint the vessel. Anoint Brother Tom Ray, Lord, as he would speak. Wonderful to have him in the sanctuary this morning. Wonderful to be able to gather with saints of like precious faith. Those that are in their living rooms this morning, maybe their bedrooms, maybe sitting in a car. Looking at a screen. God, you are so wonderful. We pray that you would just make the surroundings disappear. And that we would come up into heavenly places in Christ Jesus this morning. You, Lord, would make all the difference. We commit this service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you have your seats this morning. 277 on the screen. I'm not going to apologize for taking my time this morning. Why this is only the third live Sunday morning service, second live Sunday morning service that we've had at this camp in a whole calendar year. So we're going to have church. Amen. I'm not ashamed. I don't think you're ashamed. And the people on the streaming are going to be really, really happy that we're having church because we're going to pull them into that presence that you're sitting in. Amen. Praise God. So let's sing together this morning. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, 277. Father in heaven, we love you. We lift your name in all the earth. Your kingdom, Lord, may your kingdom be established in our praises. 
It's uh, 1209 on the screen. How many has been through a storm?
Canadian side and the American side. Brother Todd, good to see you in the front row. My old friend from North Dakota. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I just wanted to not take too much time. I just wanted to say, you know, I've been musing on a thought and been listening to a sermon indictment and the sixth seal. And when he talks about there they crucified him, most uh, four powerful words probably ever in the scripture strung together, he says. And he goes on in indictment to say, he, and he indicts the churches for as we know for crucifying him afresh denying the denominations and this is a thought behind this song and I think as I was thinking on this song and preparing for it I thought those words you know, as Apostle Paul said if there's no resurrection then we're the most pitiable people of all right I mean everything hangs on it. as Jesus said all the law of Moses and the prophets hang on those two things love your neighbor as yourself love the Lord thy God with your heart mind and soul I would say as believers Everything hangs on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If not that, then what are we? Nothing. And so as I was listening to that, I was thinking of these four words. Unless a prophet comes and shines a little light of revelation on that, you just pass over it. It's right in the middle of the verse. You don't even see that. And he shines that little light on there and goes, oh, my goodness. Those are powerful words. There they crucified him. There. Holiest city of all. They, the holy people called out by God, crucified the most brutal death for a man. Him, the most important person in the world. There they crucified him. So as we sing this song, I would just say, I don't want to get emotional on it, but I, I think it deserves a reverence. Deserves a little bit of soberness. 
We're going to sing it like that. Best we can. <laughs> and we're missing a microphone suddenly. Oh, no. Let's grab that one. We're all family, right? We want to get it right. Is that on? Okay. Now, she tends to be quiet, so uh, Brother John, if you want to just crank her up a little bit in the sound, that would be fantastic. She's shy. <laughs>
thought I am thinking Concerning a great speckled bird Remember her name is recorded On the pages of God's holy word With the other birds flocking around her is despised by the squad, but the great speckled bird of the Bible, she is one with the great church of God. The organized church is against her, it envies her glory and fame. Jesus' name, desiring to lower standards, they watch every move that she makes, and they long to find fault with her teaching, but really they find no mistake, no mistake.
563, I think it is on the screen. Well, are you happy this morning? Praise the Lord. Give me a wave in the back. Those on the streaming, God bless you this morning.
my wife was going to shoot me. Joanne, don't, you didn't hear that. Fellowship's been wonderful. Food's been phenomenal. Fellowship is out of this world. I'm sorry I could not make all that I did. I filled it up. I counted it out. It's over 70 people I was with. That's a few, that's a few, that's a few hours talking. Put it all together. Sally, Mark, you're up there on number one. All right. Wow. Just look at you. I said this last Sunday, Brother John, right? I said, I'm having a feast. I'm looking at you, Sister Sue. My goodness. Neil, wow. Oh, man, you're going to put me in heavenly places just looking at you. I don't know if we're going to even, you know, get to the Bible yet. Or, you know, I tell you what, the girls did phenomenal, Brother Terry, Sister Shay, didn't they? I think they did phenomenal. Yeah. I got a double blessing because I was over at the Alhos, and, of course, Terry and Shay were there with the girls. And I said, is that Hannah? What happened to her? Elizabeth and Abigail. I go, I, I've missed a whole year. And then I was, and the boys are all standing there, and Joey, he wants to come preaching with me, so I got another preacher coming up the, up the pipe. Man, this has been a good trip. And to see the glow of everybody's faces and their desires and the Revis's, I, I'm full. Brother Matt, I missed you the other night. I just missed you. And uh, I want to thank you all for going out of your way to make me feel like I'm home because you are my home. And I just feel like I'm maybe the prodigal son that needed to come back. I don't know. Brother Andy's wonderful to see you in the back. When I saw your car out there, I thought, oh, man, we're getting the top of the cake with the cherry on top. And uh, lovely, 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 Stefan. My goodness. God bless you. Nice to see you all. Don't you love the Lord? I love the Lord. I love the message. I love what it produces. This is the whole thing. And a lot of people say they love the Lord Jesus, but they don't know the Jesus we know. They know a Jesus of 2,000 years ago. We know a Jesus that is present here this morning. Amen. And I want to greet the saints in Cloverdale and... Those that are on the Canadian side, and normally we're there, and you're watching us on the screen, and today they're watching again us, me on the screen, and why this is live. This is good. And we can't, according to the controls that they put upon us, so Easter was here, and God made a way, and here I am. And, I, and I'm blessed. I am, I've been over the top blessed. So thank you all. Thank you very much. And you just keep on pressing on. And like we said, Brother John will be taking next weekend. And he's so been so faithful to hold his post of duty. And Brother Michael, Lord willing, John was talking to him this week. I've been talking to Michael. And we're going to try for a Saturday, Sunday for the young people on the Saturday. Stay overnight. Maybe that's all up in the works. And then Sunday you have a he'll. They'll stream morning and then Michael will preach Sunday night. So we're going to change it up a bit and see how it all goes. And we just want the body to feel back together. Amen. Not disjointed, but we are joined together in the focus for Christ. Brother Ryan and all that you've done as musicians. See, we got four mics, Mark. See how that happens? Ask and you shall receive. 
we were there the other night. And he says, well, I said, I want you to sing that song on the great speckled bird. He said, but Bert, tell me we got one mic. I says, one mic? Nobody told me there's only one mic. I said, man, microphones are easy to get. So by the grace of God, we got, do we have four now? Five. Whoa. So now the president has been set. And uh, we, on the other side, will expect many specials. Okay? And it's there for you to use, and we want to use it to its fullest. Because I don't know about you, but Terry, that was a wonderful, wonderful song. Wonderful. Acapella is pretty tough. And you girls and Shay, you did a tremendous, tremendous job. So I told myself, do not get emotional. So I'm fighting, and we're doing all right. Okay? And uh, Brother Derek, nice to see you. I know you're down in, in Pruittville, they call it. I shouldn't say that, but we're down at Brother Tim Pruitt's making me jealous and having a great, great time. Had great meetings. And uh, we just asked that the Holy Spirit blanket the people. You know, they say there's this and they say there's that, but we say, boo, devil, as Brother Ron said. And we, this, we deserve this. This is our calling. This is our calling. I want to greet the pastor this morning. Brother Biscoe will be online. Sister Ruth, the vision that they have carried these many years has made it possible for this. Is it? I think you already said, Derek, this morning. And that is a, uh, 208 when we bought the camp. But we were here seven years before then. So it always felt like home. I come up the driveway, or come, I, I call it the driveway, coming up through Maple Falls. And we used to have an old 1991 Ram van. And the boys would be in the back and they would literally bounce in the back seat and the van's going up and down because they're so excited to get to camp. I felt that way this morning. I'm getting to camp and I had the slowest drivers in the world. And I know the brothers are going, where's brother Tom? Where's brother Tom? Brother Tom finally got here. And uh, I thought that was incredible. Incredible. This is going to be a very hard day for me because I'm going home today. I don't want it. Phrase, man. When I got to my room, I had more food than I could consume. I told my then I'd end up being an elephant if I ate all that food. And then all the sisters didn't help any one bit. Sister, but they, that was just outstanding, and that's just incredible. Well. love you and we know we've gone through great sacrifices last year and it hasn't deterred us one bit that's what Satan would just love to do split us divide us keep us out of vision I'm focused I have been focused since 1975 I know my place I know the body I know where I'm going God's added to the body, and maybe we'll get into it. David's men couldn't do what he could do without those men that God called around him. And they weren't Israelites. They were Gentiles. Core group of the assembly 
as the church is a little bit, you know, me, I, I'm not, I'm not, Brother Neil, just believe me, I'm not getting older, okay? I, I know you've seen me over the years and I'm here I am now. I don't feel any older than I was. <laughs> they say that all the time. But when I got out of bed, I felt older. But the core group was mighty men. We have mighty men here. Mighty church. I'm going to speak on a little subject. Um, actually going to speak off my, my iPad, which I've, I think I did once. And I'm going to call it My Champion, My Hero. And um, if you don't open your mouth and say amen, I'm going to come right down to your seat and check you out. Because if he's my champion hero, he's your champion hero. I mean, these stars come out, they come out of the rink, and they got this lights flashing, stars flying, and every And the whole stadium goes crazy. It's 18,000 people. And here's a champion. There's a champion. These are champions. And we say, that's, that's, it's, it's wonky. It's weirdo. It's just terrible. If the children, do you, have you ever sang, the children of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. Oh, when they were getting out of Babylon, man, we're going to get there today. They came out of Babylon, you know, they sowed in tears, they reaped in joy. You know, 70 years came by, prophets on the scene. We got to leave Babylon. We're just going to go in a rapture. It's really exciting. Really. And that's the way it's getting. That's the way it's getting. Didn't used to be that way. But I want you to know, saints of God, there's a people getting ready to leave. Amen. And you are that people. And we are getting ready to leave. Amen. So God bless you all and thank you from the depths of my heart making me feel so welcomed and warmed here. And Lord willing, there shall be ride that trail one more time. If God will open the way and smash this COVID, we'll get through the border and have a great time. You know, it used to be don't go to Washington because they're bad people. They got a bunch of diseases. But I call uh, brother Paul neighbor, the national hmm? health and safety. I get every flash and bulletin and God bless brother Nathan, uh, neighbor, Paul neighbor. And uh, he says to me, as I get up this morning, I get a nice text. Stay away from the Canadians. <laughs> I go, man, if I say that, we'll empty the church. You know, we're not Canadians. We're not Americans. Amen. We come from another kingdom. We come from another country. It's another government. It's another authority. We stay within the boundaries the best that we can so that we are not a reproach. We will do what we can do. But we will do what the Bible says do. And amen. We're here to glorify the king. So you're sitting for a while and you're standing for a while. So now you're going to sit again. So God bless you. Let's turn to our Bibles, please. I'd like to turn to Revelation 10.1. Thank you, Brother Ryan, musicians, Andrew. I heard that you had a special also. We can get that, you know. I'm sorry. I 
I know Brother Red, Brother Ed, Brother Biscoll, to some, Brother Dad, to me, very proud of you. Very proud of you. To see where you're standing and being here at your post of duty means a lot. It means a lot. And uh, we will preach this morning. As I said last week, you are the ones that drive the preacher. Mm-hmm. We're not a church of the nodders, remember? Because if you start nodding, you'll nod out. <laughs> well, you can be a church of the smilers, right? You can be a church of the... Somebody said, I'm not so expressive. Well, let me tell you something. Just Let me give you a secret. Over there, I'm going to write your name down. Because they gave me, oh, I'm brother, I'm, I'm conservative. Okay, you're conservative. Went over there. And apparently what we got here is getting us ready for over there. So he is the great amen. amen. Brother Joey, you said you're giving him an amen corner. So I got you covered right there. That's right. All right, Matt, I'm going to anoint you for being my other amen. So we got it. We got the two on the side and everybody else just going to pull. Jeremiah, remember what we talked about. All right. So Revelation 10, chapter 1. I'm sorry, Revelation 10, verse 1. And I'm sure, I'm sure most of us can, of course, repeat it off from heart. Revelation 10, verse 1, and it reads, And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. Verse 2. And he had in his hand. A little book. Notice the position of the book. That's key. And most of us. Well, you've heard it preached over the years. How was the book? The book was open. We know Revelation 5. There was no one worthy to take the book. Or to even look upon it. But then there was one found worthy. And we know it was the bleeding lamb. And that speckled bird that we're ready to take out of the here was because of that lamb. Brother Bram said it was that dove, it was that head that was pulled apart that sprinkled her with the blood so that she could set her wings and go to glory land. All other denominations don't like you, but heaven is awaiting you. And I'd say I really want to rejoice because that's my calling. I have not called to be a church at Mount Baker Bible Way and be here when the rapture takes place. I will not be here. Like one brother said to his pastor, here's my keys to my car and the keys to my house. Enjoy them. What would that say to about the pastor? So we understand then he that had in his hand a little book open. Now, I'm going to get very serious really quickly. Because if that book is open, and you have said, Revelation 10.7 is Brother Branham. And then you have said, Revelation 10.8 is me. And that you said, give me the book. He said, take the book. And you said, give me the book. Well, if that book is being consumed by a group of people, then what we eat is what we are. Have you got that? What we eat is what we are. So if you're eating the word, you become the word. 
that doesn't matter about circumstance, doesn't matter about trials, doesn't matter about COVID, doesn't matter about laying in a hospital room for 20 some odd days. It doesn't matter nothing. Because circumstance does not dictate this bride. The word dictates the bride. I want to hear an amen this morning. Brother Ruin, I'm watching you. Nice to see you. Huh? Think about it. It's the word that dictates what we are. And because he's my hero. And because he's my champion. Oh, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something very quickly. If he's a hero and a champion, he breeds heroes and champions. You are not a failure. You're champions of the great champion. You're heroes of the great hero. Amen. We are to put Satan under our feet. Not him. Dictate how we feel. There's been pages, there have been people past the ages that have been dictated by situations. Crucified. They were anointed under their anointing. And we are anointing under another anointing. We are not under there. We're collectively under that anointing. But our anointing is to soar into heavenly places. And Brother Bram said heavenly places is the believer's position always. Not just in a church. Heavenly places always. God wants us lifted up into another place. And so we can want to set those wings. We've been speckled with the blood of the lamb. We know what we are. And we are not going to let anything deter us. Nothing. Nothing. We take it. We believe it. And what we believe is what God has opened to us. Not everybody sees what we see. Not even in an assembly. Brother Bram said there's three kinds of believers within an assembly. Didn't he? He said there's believers, unbelievers, and make-believers. Well, I want to believe today. I got all believers. Uh-huh. Amen. Now, now, how on earth, Nathan, did you get way down there a third of the church back when you were right up here the other day? Did I scare you that much? Come on. You're the young man that got filled with the Holy Ghost in an SFU meeting. What was that? God's hero coming down. Mm-hmm. What was he doing making another hero? Making another champion? Why don't you turn around and say to one another, I'm in a champion. You said that with real meaning. He is the great champion. And champion breeds championship. You know, when you have a coach, you say, hey, championships. Five years in a row. That's because of the coach. The coach. He's got the playlist. You say, you do this play, you do that, you're going to beat them. Come on. We had Malachi 4 come down. Come on. Gave us the playlist. Gave us the playlist. Amen. And I don't expect to lose. I'm a winner. I'm under the anointing of my champion and my hero. He's my mighty God. And if he's my mighty God, he's your mighty God. Mighty over everything. And Lord willing, God will come down today as he has and is. And fill your cups to overflowing. Let's bow our heads in word of prayer. Heavenly Father, wonderful to be in the presence of God. The presence of the redeemed of God, washed by the blood of the Lamb, sprinkled, Lord, by your blood. How blessed we are. How wonderful you are. So I'm asking now as we look into the word that you'll strengthen each and every one. 
Lord, as we leave these doors today, may we be uplifted in the Lord Jesus Christ. For the glory of God, in Jesus' name, amen. You may have your seats if you want to. Oh, I remember one of the times I was overseas, Brother John, and I just got, I just started to just come into to the Bible and just started to read. All of a sudden, a thousand people jumped to their feet. Yeah. Man, that scared the preacher. <laughs> and I go, you know what that does to somebody? And then all of a sudden, I, I read the scripture and another 500 on this side came running at me. I go, wow. We're going to have church this morning. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe what kind of atmosphere that creates. And by the time we finished for two hours, everybody was standing on their feet, rejoicing around the king of glory. Because after all, when it's all said and done, he's the mighty angel. He's the hero of heroes. He's the mighty God. And he is your father. Hallelujah. Your father, my father. We are not the world. Listen, I've heard a lot, and half of it I don't. Want, I wish I put my. I, you know it. Some of your homes I went like this. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. I hate negativity. I hate negativity. That's why I hate the internet. And some of the stuff that's posted on the internet, shame on people. My prophet said you can't say good anything good. Don't say it at all. And you wonder why you're not going anywhere spiritually. You've got to stay with the prophet. Not you and the prophet. Right, Brother John? Isn't that true? you got to stay with thus saith the Lord. Thus is what I think. Well, you got brought up wrong. I'm going to tell you. Strong woman, antichrist spirit. Ooh, say, wow, Brother John, where are you going this morning? Put church in order. Come on, come on. He's here to give you joy, happiness, rejoicing. Listen, if the devil has taken something of mine, it's like when I was in business. I went into business thinking one thing, plunder the Philistines. I'm sorry, folks. There's only two kingdoms here. The devil's kingdom and God's kingdom. And I'm part of that kingdom. So I don't get bound up when I, when I, when somebody starts talking about Satan's kingdom. It's more like, yeah, punch him again. Hit him again. Stomp him again. You gotta, who, who, who? Was it a Christian? Was it a Christian that designed the internet? Hmm. I'll leave it at that. The spiritual ones will catch it. Oh God, we'll cry it in here. Do you know what Brother Tom said? <laughs> Nonsense. We are so far past that. We are we are being elevated as we heard about this back over. Her wings are set, folks. We are eagles under the great eagle. We're anointed under the mighty God. And it's time to take back what Satan has taken from you. Amen. It's not get saved today. It's rapture day. It's bride time day. It's out of here day. It's true. So then the Bible says this. 
and Isaiah 9, 6. And we'll just thread that mighty for a little bit. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. Perfect. Counts. Mm-hmm. The mighty God. So we got a mighty angel that we know is the covenant one, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's mighty. Okay. He's mighty. It, mighty is a, it comes from a Hebrew word, gibber. Do they make gibber foods for babies? I don't know. I just thought, you know, gibber, you know, people steal words, right? This is a mighty baby food. Give your children this gerber food and you will be mighty. No, it's not that way. Then it goes through from gibber to El. El, God. Mighty, the, gibber, God. El, Giber, or G-I-B-B-O-R. Translated, mighty God. But more exactly, it is called mighty God means powerful champion glory he's the everlasting father what is he called okay we'll go back again just a wonderful wonderful jesus is to me he's counselor principal and we're all rejoicing sister joyce nice to see you back there too i didn't see you behind everybody god bless you Mighty God is he. And we sing it so, you know, wonderfully. But now let's just dig it in. Roll up our sleeves. Start seeing what we are in Christ. So it means mighty. It's giver. El gibor goes to powerful champion. That's what he is. He's the powerful champion. I love this. Terry, he's a powerful champion. Amen. At that day, you shall know the powerful champion is in me. And that powerful champion is in where? Come on. Where is it, Sarah? It is in you. It's in you to conquer. When something comes by your way and your baby's sick, you tell that devil, I got the mighty champion in me. I bind you, devil. Amen. Amen. You say, does it work? How many says it works? It works. Amen. Satan gets on my boys. Did it work? It worked. You need it in every area of your life. It's not just talking about Sunday church service. Right? It's taking what you hear on Sunday now and taking it home. Taking it with you. So he's a powerful champion. And here's why I got got the hero part. He's the godly hero. Wonderful counselor, godly hero. (laughs) He's a godly hero. Not just the hero. He's the godly hero. I was writing that out yesterday morning. Man, I was up at four o'clock. I was going to call you, John, and have coffee. I know John's up around that time. Where <laughs> you? And I thought, oh man, I was doing. I, I, oh, I got to talk to somebody about this. He is the mighty God. 
the powerful champion, the godly hero. So then we go through the scripture and we say, well, David was anointed. Well, of course he was anointed. What was he anointing with? The godly hero. <laughs> right? I mean, we say, oh, David was anointed. If he was anointed under the blood of bulls and goats and he could demolish a lion, demolish a bear. Huh? And you always say, oh, look at David. You know, I, I couldn't understand his brothers. And when I get to heaven, I'm going to tell those guys. You guys are way out of line. You know, if nobody's going to, you know, you know me. It's Brother Tom now. Way out of line. Here's David said, are you going to let that that uncircumcised Philistine defy the armies of the living God? Well, David, you're a naughty boy. You don't want to look up the word naughty, and I won't go into that. I think I did it in a log church, so we'll keep it there. It's not a nice word in the Hebrew. And did they not think he's king? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I thought I'd get better than that. I got you, Derek. That's okay, okay, I'll preach over here then. Huh? He's been anointed king. They were denied by a prophet. Come on. And he was anointed under the anointing of Samuel. Denominations have been rejected. It kabobs on the people. You are the anointed. You're the anointed. You're the one that conquers. You say, mighty David. It was the mighty hero. The godly hero. Why? We haven't got off three lines. Derek said three hours, so... All right. We're well on our way. So the Bible says, it goes on to say in Isaiah 9, 7, if you've got your Bibles, if you want to follow along, of the increase of his government, once you get there, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Wow. 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 Just take that alone, saints. You would all be. I heard Derek running around down in, down in where we were, Louisiana. That scripture alone should have this whole church up, running up Mount Baker and back, because there's no end to this government. Did you hear that, devil? There's no end to this anointing. Man, I feel like I'm in a ring right now, huh? There's no end to it. There's no end to it. We limit God. We limit it. I go down a dry, dry hot thing there and it goes, limit 55. I'm going, come on, man. This road's made for 70. <laughs> then I get into a 35 mile an hour zone and the person wants to go 30. I said, only if I had my car here. <laughs> no, it's teaching me. Control, brother Andy. I am. I'm older I get, the more controlled I am getting. So I did 35 as hard as it was. But that's that's this government. But our government, it's unlimited. Soar like you've never soared. Set your wings like you've never set your wings. Let the breath of God blow you into heavenly places. There is no end to this government. God has given you everything. Amen. He's giving you your boys. He's giving you your families. He's giving you everything. He said they'll be there on that day. You might as well rejoice. 
They'll be there on that day. They're not going to be in hell. They'll be there on that day. That's his government. Hallelujah. You say this and you say that. But I think this that's your gray matter. That's your gray matter. Gray matter. Kill the gray matter. Put it underneath your feet. Conquer that kingdom. Huh? Let this mind that was in Christ remove your gray matter. And put on his mind. Amen, Sister Sally. I tell you what, man, we're going to go busting out of here. Listen, if people don't want it, that's fine. It's not for everyone. Brother Bram said it's not for anyone. It's only for the redeemable. So I'm assuming we're all redeemable here. Is that true? We're all redeemable here. That we act right, we speak right, we walk right, we do right. Amen. We come to church right. Come to church rejoicing. I conquered Satan this week. Listen, don't let your little businesses muck up your mind. I've walked away from more than you could count and you'll ever make. And God's kingdom does not rule by what happens here. It never will, never has. Satan put a carrot in front of you. You just cut that cord and say, God cannot be outgiven. Amen. You put God first. You stay in his government. And watch the windows of heaven get poured out upon the believer. Amen. Amen, Mark. Amen. I remember the night you got saved. I remember the preaching I was having. I got the quote. I got the email, Sister Zelda. I got everything. I know. Most of all of you. Mm -hmm. I do. And if God's done that work, then I'm telling you, what's in you is unlimited. My goodness, look at these families growing up on me. Was that a tie there? I'm looking at that. Man, you got to come to Nick's mission strip. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have a great time. I haven't heard the name in yet. All right. So let's get finished for 9-7 so we can get finished today. So, of course, the increase of the government and peace, there should be no end, comma, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with government, with justice from henceforth, even forever. Is that the finish of that scripture? Is, Is there more on that scripture? Is my Bible different than your Bible? Is that period there? Is there more on that scripture? If there's more, okay, let's all start saying it together. Say it together now. The <laughs> Hallelujah. And you wonder why we got zeal, Brother John. We're born of the same champion and hero. If God said he's going to perform it, Jeremiah, he's going to do it. If he said, I'll bring you out of Babylon, I'll bring you out of Babylon. If you sin, you'll suffer your consequences. You stay true and watch the good consequences come. The zeal of the Lord, there is no end. If he's zealous, shouldn't his children be zealous? Shouldn't there be somebody saying, hey, give me that mic, give me that mic. I got a special also lined up. You got gifts in the body, man. Start operating them. 
I, when I got out to Brother Mario, oh, I said, I want to hear the four horse rider. Nobody plays a guitar like Brother Mac, Mark Aho. I'm telling you what, I've been around a lot of places. There's mighty gifts in the body. And those gifts in the body, if you look it up in the Romans and find out the gifts that come from God, are never for yourself. Did you get that? It's never for yourself. You got these guys that are gifted to throw a football, gifted to shoot a ball. That's not gifted for what? But in the Bible... When God pours his gifts out in the body, they are not for yourself. They're not to build your kingdom. They're to build his kingdom that is forever. So if you can sing, sing. If you can dance, dance. If you can do whatever. You know, I talk about the David dance. You know, when he, when the, when the word was coming back, Brother John, man, if the anointing ever fell on this place and we realized that the word has come back, Huh? I'm telling you what, saints of God. Nobody be looking at me like this. Well, Terry, you got to write a song on it. Mark, come on, get anointed for it. You probably have. Probably about three or four of them. I don't know. Huh? The ark is coming back. David throws off his clothes. And his wife goes, what on earth is he doing? And, and it was a scorn to her. But to God? Man, he throws off that clothes. The ark is back. Glory to God. The word has come down. He's a mighty God. He's my hero. He's my champion. And he's your champion. He breeds champions. Huh? You never thought about that, Elias? Man, you're a mighty man. When you come walking into the job site, just say, boys, step aside. I got this under control. Huh? We are what we are. It's not being boastful. I'm sorry. It's not being boastful. It's being what we are. And what the Bible says we are. I'm taking my coat off in probably 15 years. But there we go. I was too chubby then. (laughs) So you read with me. So there's a completion. The zeal. Of the Lord of hosts. Will perform this. So he's zealous. He's a zealous God. Zealous. You know he's not sitting there. I wonder when they're going to get it. My Bible tells me. He saw, he saw the four Hebrew children in the fire. Huh? The angels report. Come back. Said Lord don't you know. That there's four in the fire. Well of course he knows. He knows when a. Nat bats his eye. Lord, don't you know I'm going through this trial? He knows. And just wait. He's not going to send an angel. Because he's zealous for his children. He didn't send an angel to Calvary. He came himself. Amen. The mighty God. My hero. My champion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's your hero, your champion. And he's a zealous God. Man, I pray for your boys. I just said, they're done. They're done. They don't even know they're done. Right? (laughs) Huh? Crispy critters. They're done. Sin's done. It's going to a fire. It burns. Come on. What a God we serve. Amen. Zealous. And he will perform this. 
Bible says in uh, Psalm 69.9, For the zeal of thine house eats me up. Man, I'm saying, hearing what being preached and everybody's falling asleep like that. No, this is my scripture. It eats me up. Eats me up, Mark. Eats me up. You ever go to work and somebody doesn't do their job? Huh? No. You got a perfect job set up. Everybody does exactly what they're told. No sluffers on the on the on the projects. Huh? You retired now already or no? Okay, just about though, right? <laughs> right? So nobody does their job. They're sloughing off. You love it, right? Huh? You love it, right? You put up with it how long? Some of you got yeah. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, I can't see it from him. I think it's pretty like zero. Like we've had camp here for how many years? I started to count at 50. We've had winter camp. So that gets it up to about 57. Something like that. And we've had. I've seen you all from here. To having. And I know the guys that are slovers. (laughs) I won't look at none of you. But you do grow up. Oh, Michael used to come to me. Michael's never. <laughs> Michael's been geared wherever he's been all his life. Okay? Dad says, come on. Can't get anybody to help me out. I said, don't worry. They'll grow up. And that's what we're growing in Christ. We're growing up. You know, we whine about this. We whine about that. <laughs> Why is this happening? God's in control. He sees you in your trial. He sees you in the fire. He sees Daniel in the den. Huh? Do you really think God had to say, Adam, where are you? That was not positionally. God knows everything. He could have been hiding behind some five palm trees. You can't hide from God. So he wasn't asking Adam, where are you positionally? He's going, where are you? What got in your head? Why did you do this? Hey, let me give you a new mind. I'm going to have a people. After Calvary, when the Holy Ghost falls, they're going to get the mind of God. And I won't have to say, where are you, bride? I know exactly where this bride's going to be. She's going to be the final voice to the final age. Come on, people. We are not denominational. We are the bride, and the bride's ready for rapture. If you want to come along, get saved. Not everybody's going in a rapture. You better plan on going in a rapture. Ken used to say that to me before I got saved. Tom, we're going to have a There's a rapture. I said, what's rapture? He says, it's where God takes his bride home. He says, you better get saved or you're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. I go, oh my goodness. You're too heavy for me. Right? So... One night, it was a Friday night. We used to have church Friday night, Tuesday, Friday, twice on Sunday. Wow, four. And uh, I go by the little house. There's nobody there. I go, oh no, rapture. I missed it. I knew I'd miss it. Because I, I, God was dealing with me. So Saturday morning, hey, everybody's home Saturday morning. So I'm up. I have a shift work at the grocery store I was working at. I think John, we all preachers have to go to a grocery store before they're preachers. I don't know. But anyway, I, I get up and I ring Brother Ken's number. Ring. 
Nobody there. Bling. Nobody there. I go, I knew it. I just knew it. I heard enough about this rapture. I should surrender my life to Christ. I should accept Calvary in the blood. I missed it. Ring, ring, ring. And I'm just talking to myself on the phone. Gone. Tom's going to hell. Gone. All of a sudden, hello? I said, you're here. He said, what are you talking about? He said, I thought you were all gone rapture. Oh, no, we had late night baptisms and everything, fellowship. He said, we're, we're still here. I said, great, I got time to get saved. Hey, when it becomes a reality, saints, that real. Nathan, that real. Was that real at SFU? Was that real? It doesn't die. And when God got a hold of me, Brother John, I am 67 years old. I was 21 at the time. You do the math. I can say like Caleb, I'm stronger now than I was when I first was saved. I knew zero when I got saved. But I know in whom I have believed. (laughs) Amen. Well, line four. (laughs) 16 pages today. Wow. I beseech you, brethren. Second Thessalonians 2 and 1. I now I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus. I be, now let's bring it down to here where we are. I beseech you, brethren. I beseech you by the coming of the Lord Jesus and by our gathering unto him. That you, are you listening to me? Church of Bible Way, are you listening to me? Amen. I can hear the amens coming right from Canada. God bless coming right through the screen. Sister Shirley there is. Amen, Brother Tom. Keep on preaching it. Just keep preaching it. Be ye not soon shaken in mind. When? When? Coming, O Lord. You you think you're going to go through easy street? Hmm? Why would Paul write that to the Thessalonians? And why would he prophesy down to us? Now, that you be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, and nor by letter. As from us, as at the day of Christ is at hand, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that that man of sin. So who is going to reveal this man of sin? It is going to take the son of man to reveal the man of sin. Come on, stay with me. It will take Revelation 10.7 to reveal the devil. So that you know, on the web, devil. Profiles, some of these profiles, really, 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 really. And then your opinions stink. Wow, did I say that? I'm sorry. That's a little strong, but it's, it's rank, it's terrible, and it should not be in the bride. Amen. Don't be soon shaken. No, sir. By word or letter. Don't be soon shaken. Hey, you know, I got, I got quotes. I got everything. Brother Brandon talks about in the scripture. And, and he, I think he says that, Brother John, in, in the rising of the sun, he says, don't even worry what men say about you. Amen. So why, what's your opinion? Is yours better than God? Huh? Your opinion better than God? Just a second here. 
Your opinion better than God. Well, that rascal, he did this, and I don't believe that. They should have more services. What do you think they are? What do you think we are? We're one person trying to do as much as we can for the kingdom. But they want it for themselves rather than the body. Don't get shaken on me now. Thank you. It's exactly we're so narcissistic. And narcissism does not come from God. It comes from Satan. This whole age is narcissistic. All about me and what I want. How about what the body needs? Hmm. I, I, I think I've, I've said this before, John. You'll remember if I did it. And if you didn't, you're getting old like me. Carl Menninger, right? He was a Christian psychologist. And this lady, she was just bizarre, bizarre out of her mind. And she says, there's a devil plaguing me. And he goes, no, there's not a devil plaguing you. You're plaguing yourself. You're your problem. You're your own worst problem. He says, you know what you do? In this town, there's called railroad tracks. And on the other side of the tracks are people that are worse off than you. He says, you know what you need to do? Go find a family and go help them. And come back to me in three months. In three months, that woman was so transformed by giving out rather than taking in. And that is if COVID has done anything, Brother John, whether it's in Canada or the United States. And they tell us we can't see this person. We can't do that person. What is that Satan? He's trying to divide the body. Trying to divide the body. We will stay in the parameters where we are given and where's other we just move to where God says. We're not radicals and we're not fanatical. But in the way they call heresy, so worship I, the God of my fathers. So we have to walk a true line. And if you don't understand it, leave it to the Lord. Let God do it. Don't try and figure it out yourself. There's only so many men within the church. There's only so many things we can do within the body. But now what is he's trying to get us to realize? Don't look at yourself. Don't look at your feelings. You've never heard me preach you down. Most of you have been here all your Christian life. You have never heard me beat you down. Never heard me preach you down. You're no good. You're a failure. You're not going to make it. Find the tape, please. Give it to me. I'll repent and burn it. Nope. Thank you. Never said it. I'll tell you, you're born a hero. You're a champion. You're birthed by the word of God. And if you're birthed by the word, the word brings forth its own life. That's why when somebody goes through it and mentally, physically, whatever it keeps me, it's just a matter of time. They're a son and daughter of God. They'll come out. You don't have, you know, he's down, boot him. No, he's down. Pray for him. Amen. Be zealous for the kingdom. Jake and Alyssa's daughter, Shannon, broke my heart the other day. I see her sitting in a in an uh, easy chair. I sat in that thing till I can't even. I got so many sores over me. And I sat there and I go, broke my heart. I know what it is to lay in hospital rooms for th- seven months. My first time. 
three months next time. 22 days a couple months ago. I know what it's like. And so when you see somebody go there, you have compassion for that. Amen. He was tempted in all points as we were. He knows our situations. And he conquered every one of them. And if he conquered him, he can conquer him this morning. If you want deliverance, he can deliver you this morning. If you want the joy of God, he can give you joy this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a God that's alive. He's come down amongst the people. I got quote after quote. He walked out of the pages. You know you've been listening to me preach. From eternity to eternity. We've come from God. We go back to God. God steps out of eternity into time. And takes us back into eternity again. Brother Bram said the same God that was with the disciples in the book. In the Bible. In the ship. Come walking on the water. Comes walked right into this congregation. I say he's Hebrew 13.8. Come on, he's Hebrews 13.8. I say the God that was with the apostles is the God with the prophet is the God that was with his bride. He's omnipresent. He's a mighty God. He's my hero. He's my champion. Amen. And he breeds champions. Hallelujah. Every seed shall bring forth of it. Of what? Amen. Are you of his kind? Amen. I got asked that question before I got saved. Are you serpent seed or God seed? I had to say God seed. Amen. Because the God seed was living in me even before I was born again. And then when I realized I really was God seed, saints, I've never been the same. You should never be the same. You shall never backslide the same. How can you backslide when we're going into rapture? I want to know that. I want you to tell me how we do that. We can't. Oh, let me ask you a question. Could the rapture happen right now? Uh-huh. Okay. Whatever state we're in now is when we're going. So let's just get in the right state. How, do, how long does it take? Sister dear, you in the line. There's a black cloud over you. You've got this kidney problem. You have it no more. Mind you, do you want to receive Christ? You do? Praise the Lord. Rejoice. Go on your way. You're saved. If that's in the 50s, Brother John, if that's in the 50s, surely the bride can take the word this morning. Say, hey, I'm not, I'm not in no prayer line. I'm sitting in the presence of the mighty God. And he is here. Hmm. People want to you know, get in the ring with Muhammad Ali. Huh? You're in the ring with the devil. And, and the devil's on the ropes. Because you get the devil, you get your opponent on the rope. Rope a dope. Nobody knows a boxing term. Your prophet was a boxer. You should learn some little boxing terms here. He knew it was the box and the natural, and he knew how to box in the spiritual. Come on. We're of his kind. <laughs> huh? Hero, champion. Yes, sir. Never lost a fight. Come on, Brother Jerry. He never lost a fight, man. My dad boxed for the Navy. He's got some medals for the Navy. I grew up on, you know, the speed bags. All my brothers, and they get those things going so fast. But you see them wrapping their, you know, hands with tape to do that because there's leather ribbing on the bag, right? My dad wouldn't let us have tape. Oh, crazy. Lead. Lead. 
after a while, callous. Huh? Huh? And I hate fighting. But my dad wanted, hey, it's boys. After a while, no blood, no nothing, callous. Well, we've been fighting a long time. We've bled a few times. We bled a lot of times. Guess what? Calloused. Yeah. Calloused. Yeah. That's nothing. Let me show you how fast I can hit that feedback. <laughs> Let me get. I'll show you how fast I can put the devil on the run. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. I'm enjoying myself, Brother John. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. This Brother Barham said, we're living in terrible times. We're living in times of great falling away. Big surprise. The Bible prophesied of it. Not me. You might as well say, not me. Not me. Hey, that's them. That ain't me. We're living at those times the prophet said. We're living at, no, big surprise. Oh, they're gone. Oh, they're gone. Really? We're mature, aren't we? We're mature. We don't want them to go. But there's a falling away. We're living in the time. He said a great falling away. We know that. We're aware of that. Churches fall away. Heady, high-minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Truth breakers. False accusers. Incontinent. Despisers of those that are good. Man, have we seen that. Having a form of godliness, as the, as the Spirit said. Denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Keep your focus. Rapture. Come on, Rapture. Keep your focus. He's my champion. He's my hero. He's my mighty God. Yes, sir. Glory be to Jesus. Look at the world in its position. Look at the world, Brother Brown said. Looking at look at the church where it's at, falling away, lukewarm. Lukewarm. God help us. Fan the fires, Father. Fan the fire. They're lukewarm. I am not lukewarm. The zeal of the Lord is within me. Because I got God in me. Amen. 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 The zeal of the Lord. I don't know why this pulpit is so bad. John told me it's because of the light. But I want to be right with you. Yes, sir. Laodiceans putting out the word. The whole thing going in some big council of churches, world driving right into it headlong, not knowing the scripture. It's their tradition that does it. We don't have tradition. We have the word. It's their tradition. They're wanting. They're wanting, as Brother John preached years ago, they're Superman. They're wanting, he says, a powerful man. And they're going to get one. They're going to get theirs. But Satan is always a perverter. We have ours. Come on, I've been preaching this long. You should have got it already. They're going to get theirs, but we have ours. What came first, the phony dollar or the perfect dollar? The real dollars first. The phonies come after. They're going to get one. You have one. Hallelujah. That is why a prophet comes now to identify the angel being here. They thought it was a gift. It was him. Say, I'm looking for Messiah. And you've heard me preach. 
world falling apart. Brother Ram says, you're looking for a Messiah. Russia's looking for a Superman. They're looking for that. He says, you've already got Messiah. You've got the word of God himself. He is the word. He's the word. So a prophet had to come. Because there had to be a son of man for that book to come. For it to be there given. Because God can do nothing unless he first reveals it to his servants and prophets. First, Amos 8.11. Is that true? Is that true? Mike, I'm watching you shake your head. That says absolutely true. Brother Bram said the angel will be on earth. It was going, that was 1963. I listen to the seals again. You must listen to the seals. You must get into the seven seal book. Huh? No one worthy to look on the book. No one worthy to take the book. No one worthy. To look on the book. And God has come down in this generation. Not for you to look on the book. But for you to take the book. And for you to eat that book. I can't overcome. Why can't you overcome? Get the overcomer in you. Get the God that's mighty. Hero. Champion. Hmm. That's where we're at. I'm going to preach you happy yet. Mm-hmm. Happy in the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Ephesians church age. They left their first love. So we say alpha church is the omega church. So just watch it. There's the positive. But the negative is they lost their first love. That's why they fell away. That's exactly right. Why? Brother Bram said they were unconcerned. They weren't concerned enough. Yeah, where's the people coming to 30 minutes before church? Where's the people getting down on their knees to pray? Where's the people getting, nope, but we got caught up. I got this kind of business. I've got this kind of career. I've got this what I want. Get it. Go do it. But don't put God second. Whatever you do, the minute you put God second, you're in trouble. Put God first. You can do all those things. You can. You can. I'm going to stay behind this desk. Just pulling, You're pulling me out of here. He said they lost their fervent desire to please God. They lost their passion to know his word. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, these are indicators. These are all for our welfare. So we don't fall into their trap. Zeal. Anybody know what zeal means? Who said that? (laughs) Jealousy. Paul was jealous over the church. I'm jealous over you with a God. That's for Brother Andy's. Was you, Brother Andy's? Wouldn't you say that? Was it you? I'm zealous over you. Right? He's zealous over the church. He has zeal for it. Look what he did. Don't wear out our walking chairs. Only if you've got your foot condition. Feed the body. You did. And I'm an example of it. <laughs> Be with one another. Help one another. I don't know what area. You're allowed to stay in your parameters. Do what you can for the body. We're a passionate people. You know, in passion, when you look up at it, it's painful. It's painful. But direct your passion. Don't let it be shotgun passion. 
Okay, bring it down to home. We say all that. And I don't know what you got in your mind when you say, well, who is else? We got Paul. He fell in front of him. I put uh, Brother Murphy Wall. How do you how do you do fifteen years translate a Bible? Oh, Brother Ken Andes. How many years, Brother Ken? Thirty-six. Did you hear that? I would love for you to say that one more time, louder, not to embarrass you at all, so that the thirty-six. Thirty-six years, so that you and I could read a message book. I say to God be the glory. Zealous? We got some idea of what what is zealous? There's a man that go to work every day for eight, probably ten, probably twelve hours a day. Here's this dear wife in a garage transcribing him. When I first saw Sister Joyce typing away on a typewriter, is that right, Brother John? Typing away, and here we are enjoying their labors because somebody was passionate. Somebody was zealous. Amen? Because their God is a passionate God. And it's passed down from father to son. Pastor. So, you know, we can go into the Old Testament. We can say Gideon was passionate. And I got there. We can go David. We can go so on. But living around you. Brother Biscoe, 19 times Norway. 20 some odd times Tennessee. This is over life. I said, Brother Biscoe, you've lived five lives in one. Why? Hear us, young people, young people. We made hundreds of thousands of tapes. Hundreds of thousands, Billy. Man, we didn't care what time it was. We had a little recording room. And you know what? It was a typewriter. Anybody know what a typewriter is? And then it had a, we thought we hit the big times when we got a corrected tape. Right? And it could lift that letter off and you could put the right letter. Because we were racing to type out three labels for the three that are getting duplicated. And you see a mistake. We never put out a mistake tape. We were zealous. Passionate. Come on. Why? Because our pastor was. What he was, his children are. Brother Ram says, watch your pastor. The sheep will be the same way. Passionate. Zealous. Champion. Hero. Are you getting my message this morning? Murphy Wong. Translates. Travels to China. Lives there for three months. Lives in conditions you wouldn't live in. To further this gospel. Passion is a form of pain. I think I preached on that one time. Anybody got Jeremiah 10, 6? You want to grab your Bibles? We'll get in Jeremiah, a couple of scriptures in Jeremiah, Zephaniah, Deuteronomy, Psalms. That should get us to another hour or so. Oh, you know, I'm enjoying you. You think that, you know, 
I hope I'm not wearing you out or bearing down too much on you. No, sir. Please, if, you, if you're going under and you're going under for the third time, please put up three fingers. If you're only still got two up, I got time left. Okay. Jeremiah 10:6 says, "For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in what?" Might, mighty God, hero, champion. My God, my Bible says is a man of war. Never lost one yet, never will. Where's that champion? It's living in you. Amen. Jeremiah 32 verse 8, 18, sorry. Jeremiah 32 verse 18. Thou showest loving kindness unto thousand and rep. Compenses the iniquity of the fathers into the bosoms of the children after them. The great, the mighty God, the Lord of hosts is his name. Amen. That's your father. That's your God. That's that mighty angel that has now descended. Don't keep him in heaven, saints. He's here. Deuteronomy 17.10. I'm sorry. Zephaniah 3.17. Give you a minute to get there if you want to get there. Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee. Is weak. No sir. Glory. No sir. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee. Is what? Is what? Mighty. mighty. He's a mighty God. Mighty over every situation. Oh, people don't like to get to church. Every time I get there, get it. I sound like Donnie Reagan. <laughs> Some of the dramatics are amazing. <laughs> but it does get a point across, doesn't it? I'm sorry, Brother Donnie. You do it better than I do anyway. But we can't do this can barely get this barely get that put this tape on and i don't i don't push my tapes by any means but you got how about just go to the mighty conquer okay your prophet preached that that'll that'll get you there just get into the mighty conquer you'll feel a little mightier than you are this morning we're getting you up in the level we started at about three we're at seven right now some of you are at seven maybe ten even Zephaniah, thy, the Lord, thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He's mighty. My, he will save. Amen. He will rejoice with thee. And I thought, Brother John, I read that this morning. And as I was putting it in my, in my note, he will rejoice. I said, God, do you rejoice? I said, because I'm rejoicing, I'm bawling, I'm crying, I'm rejoicing in my little motel. I don't know my, what my neighbor thinks going on in that room. Across the hallway, I, I, they put me near the elevator, so they go. I had one wall safe, huh? He rejoices, Terry. Terry, this is going to help you. He rejoices with you. It's not take me out to the ball game. Take me to church, so that my mighty God. Can rejoice with me. Hallelujah. 
Amen. There's those precious people back home. Don't you miss them? Now I'm getting a taste. I'm getting both tastes. Brother John's had the pleasure since how long to be across back and forth. This is just my second time. And I, I, I think I'll have to send you in to come home. She says, she is home. Let's go home. This is not right. Separation, not good. But I'll tell you one thing. It's made me pray for you more. Mm-hmm. I keep on going. It doesn't matter on this side or the other side. I go to you know, people's homes. Talk to them outside. You got a distance. Got a t- there has never been a family yet that's been negative. I was with over 70 people this side. And I'm at home. You know what Co has done for us? I said, what? We listen to the tape together. We pray together. We read our Bible together. We're a stronger family now than we were before COVID. Okay? There you go, devil. Take that one. So you said that to me this week. I said that Canadians would say that this last past month. Well, so all collectively say, to God be the glory. Because our mighty God comes down and rejoices with his people. Hallelujah. I came to church to rejoice with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He rejoiced with us. He's a mighty God. Okay. If I haven't got to the point yet, let's turn to Psalms 45 verse 3. Psalms 45 verse 3. We've got to give you enough scripture. <laughs> hey, my words will fail. Scripture never fail. And the prophet's words never going to fail you. So I just throw in with the prophet and with the Lord Jesus. All right. Amen. So here we go. Psalms 45 verse 3. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh. O most mighty. With thy glory and with thy majesty. What a mighty God we <laughs> What a mighty God Angels bow before him Heaven and earth adores him What a mighty God I serve Amen Jesus is the God I serve Hallelujah Amen. So, if you got mighty God, mighty God, brother Doug, sister Karen, sister Karen, that was a great testimony. When I first called Doug and Karen, when this whole thing started, we got the deacons all lined up together, and she's yelling in the background, "Tell brother Tom we're all right. We got the word, we got the prophet, and we got archive." I go, wow, can I record that and send it to 700 people? But, you know, I found out that's your testimony. <laughs> Glory. Why? We're under a mighty anointing. They're under a mighty anointing. You've got, that's why the prophet said, is everybody still listening to me? You know, tell me if you got two fingers or one or three up. I don't know. I won't look anyway. Huh? It, we're under an anointing. When the bride realizes who 
She is. We're not failures, folks. We're not failures. I'm going to get to it. Do you make mistakes? Oh, let me look over here. Do we make, I know, well, I, but I'm talking to those people because I'm not, I know, Neil, you never made a mistake, right? Do we make mistakes? Come on, let's be honest. We make mistakes. But the Ram says one place, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Do we make mistakes? Yep, we make mistakes. But you know what we got that they don't got? Called the blood of Jesus Christ. Brother Bram said he doesn't see nothing. He only hears your voice. And your voice is coming through the blood. And it leaves the negativity here. Why? Because we got a kingdom that is going forever. And in that kingdom there is no failures. I love it, Jerry. I love it. Think about it. Make a mistake. Brother says, you know, we all make mistakes. But it's covered. Covered. Covered by the blood. Walking by faith. Huh? Brother Ryan, you should be leaving. <laughs> leaving in love. <laughs> covered, covered. So then, if he's mighty, he's my hero, he's my champion, he's my this, wouldn't he breed mighty men? Huh? He does. Does he not breed mighty women? Hmm? <laughs> you know, I can't leave the sisters out. I thought, well, I was writing it down. We always say, mighty men of God. No, no, I got mighty men and women. Mighty women. Come on, Rachel. Mighty women. Come on, Rebecca. Mighty women. Come on, Rahab. Mighty women. Come on, Sarah. Whose daughters you are? Come on, whose daughters you are? By faith, she... Receive strength and see seed. His seed. And that seed's mighty, holy, powerful. Amen. 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 Mighty God. What is that commandment? Love the Lord thy God. What? I know you know that. I know. That's why he turned here. You shall love the Lord thy God with what? With all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. That is out of Mark 12, 30. Right? I'll give you another translation on that. It's okay. Some people don't like other translations. But I like. I, I look at it because i got to look at it at maybe the view, you know. 360 and whatever. Mark 12 and 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your passion. Amen. Come on. We've been talking about passion. Talking about Paul. Brother Andy's told you what it meant. Come on, people. To love thy Lord with all thy passion. Can you imagine us? Can I? Am I allowed to walk down here? Put the video on the people. <laughs> come on. Love the Lord thy God. Brother Mark, come on. You're a scripture man. You love the Bible. You've got a Bible reading through the year. You can go through your Bible. Is that correct? Okay. It's not to read just letter. Nope. It's never to read it. I told my boys as they're growing up. It's not volume. It's not quantity. It's quality. 
I don't want you to read a scripture or a, a chapter and forget it. Read one scripture and remember it. Hmm? Love thy Lord with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. And another translation said, with all passion. Can you imagine us walking through that door? I just, can I give you an example? I'm here. You're going to get rid of me anyway. Right? You're going to get rid of me. Excuse me. I'm world distancing. That's the minute. With all thy soul, all thy mind, with all thy what? Passion? I'm coming to church. Michael. Man, with Michael here, I can turn the world upside down. Glory. Glory. Man, you made it. Been out of town. You're back in church. He's with us. He's not in Phoenix. Elias. Come on. We're going to have church this morning. Could you imagine all of us doing that? It'd be electrifying. But you know, we read the scripture. He comes to church to worship with you. Huh? I don't think God nods. <laughs> I don't think God nods. No, sir. Thou shalom. Sorry for the little demonstration there, but. But that, I'm just, I'm just telling you. It even put a smile on people that haven't been smiling all day. <laughs> Tom comes into church like that. Sometimes I'm weeping when I come to church. The burden of the Lord is so strong, I don't know what to do. Sometimes you just got the joy unspeakable and full of glory. You just want to get behind a pulpit. Your people have watched me come to the door. Oh no, brother Tom's on fire. What kind of service is going to be? They tell me by my walk. I don't even know my walk. So our hero, our champion, as our David, is Jesus Christ. You've got passionate men all around you. You have your pastor who's had a vision for missions since I've been saved. This message has gone around the world by a man of passion, zeal. He's my hero. He's my champion. Say, well, we haven't seen Brother Bishop for a long time. Listen, saints, we wouldn't be here without him. That's true. His ministry has birthed all of us. Yes, sir. Most of us, 98% of us. My David, my Jesus, my pastor. It's a passion that's passed down to men and women. You're proof of it. You're an example of it. Can you say I feel the pull? Where did that song come from? Didn't come from I feel like getting out of here. No. Feel the pull. (laughs) I love David. I love him. Here comes my hero. Say 16. Anybody got a mark? Do you have a different age? Brother Andy, do you got a different age than that? For David? About that? So here's David, 16-year-old boy. Who's 16 here? Oh, man, Hannah, stand up. Okay. She's not David. She's Davidite. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. You're 16. Wow. You guys blew me away at New Year's anyways. 
I said to Joanne, are they the girls that I used to know? Yep. Well, God bless you. Your song was lovely, dear. You can have your seat now. So David says, okay, okay. You know, and he's looking at, you know, Abner. He's looking at all these other guys. I mean, they, I mean, these guys, hey, do you think if I was going into battle, I'd look like I am now? Are you kidding me? This would be this. <laughs> I'd have a muscle on top of that and a muscle on top of that. You're fighting for your life. You're not going there as a weak need ninny. So now here David is like me. That's why we can identify with it. He was a shepherd boy. He wasn't doing strenuous work. He was playing around with a sling. But hey, was that not providential? Huh? And so here's David fooling around with his sling out in the field wondering, what on earth am I doing here? And God's got preparing him before he gets to his situation. Because God has heroes. God has champions. That's right. Think a little bit different about yourself when you go out the door. If you, if you elbow nudge, fist bump, I don't care what you say. Champion, hero, hero, champion. I don't care what you say. Here, David. Okay, here comes now Goliath. I think Mike was talking about him the other day. We should actually do in camp or something a silhouette of it. So have him somewhere so then we can bring him up whenever we talk about him. You know, nine foot six, fingers like this, and you know, monster guy. And here's David, you know, looking at this guy. But I love the way the hero talks. Mm-hmm. Here's a hero talk to you. Here, here he is. Here, Glad comes and said, I'll feed you to the birth. Oh, you sent out of a dog to me. David said, today, your head. Come on, come on, stick with me. Come on. You say, well, it's not, not a Bible story. I'm talking about you're going to work tomorrow. Today, he had to prophesy before the event. Come on. The lad and I shall return. Prophesy before event. John the Baptist. There's one standing among you. I'm not worthy to untie his shoes. Prophesy before the event. I want you to prophesy hero. Champions. Your head shall come off today. That was God and David. God in the stone. That was God showing you. God makes you heroes. Champions. Did they live up to the word? The devil's never lived up to his word. Your winner will serve you. <laughs> and they ran like dogs. Is that true? Yes, sir. So we feel this pull. Brother Bram said she'll make her stand. That's her stand. That's her stand. That's her stand. Christ the mystery God revealed. That's her stand. That's her stand. That's her stand. That's why you hunger, church. Why do you thirst like this? It's your father trying to reveal these hidden mysteries to you. You are a champion. You are a hero. Amen. So I'm tired of hearing that. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to hear it more. He said, why, 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 why? Cry, speak. The real Christian today, no matter what the church says, when the light strikes the seed or strikes it, God will vindicate it. The pillar of fire will hang there. Come on. Amen. And signs and wonders that he promised in the scripture comes to life. That's your prophet. 
that's what I believe for 40 years. Amen. People want to hear about stories. I want to hear what a prophet says about my Lord Jesus. Yes, sir. She stands. She stands. She thirsts for it. She thirsts for it. She stands vindicated by God. Vindicated. The pillar of fire is hanging there. Signs and wonders are promised. Scriptures being laid there. It comes to life. Just listen. You might as well say it with me. The Egyptians that you see today, you will see no more. Say it with me. The Egyptians you see today, you see no more. Come on. Your problem. Well, I don't care what Egyptian you want to put your tag team on now. Whatever is bothering you, haunting you, troubling you, affecting you. I want you to tell that Egyptian today. I will see you no longer. Because God will vindicate his word with signs following. Let me ask you. Where are those Egyptians today? At the bottom of the Red Sea. He's your hero. Oh my, 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 my. My, 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 my. Do we go to the Queen of Sheba? I was talking to her brothers the other day. I said, oh, people are afraid to give to the church. Be afraid. Offering. God doesn't need it. Tithe? Eh, once in a while. Here's an unbelieving heathen woman. Come in and hear the wisdom of Solomon. And the greater than Solomon. Oh, you finished it for me. And you know, know what her offering was before she even came to church? Doesn't even know that Solomon is really God's anointed. Right? I looked it up. I said, whoever home I was in, I said $5 billion. Whose was that? I don't know. where. 70 people is a lot of people to cover. I looked it up again. It's $11 billion offering. I wasn't even her tithe. Wow. (laughs) And I'm not taking up an offering, by the way. I thought, it's amazing. You know, it's in the heart of the believer to give, to see the word get out. Because look what it's done for us. We got families, our wives, our husbands, children. How did you get your wife anyway from Rwanda? How did you do that? I'm sorry, I'm embarrassing somebody over here. God goes before you. The Holy Spirit's your hero. He's your champion leading the way. Because God knows what you needed. Amen. God knows what we have need of. Okay, let me slow down here. Yeah, Joanne has, says, you said you were preaching two hours. He says, you started half hour late. Actually, an hour late because they had the half hour song service. You only preached an hour and ten minutes. Well, I will repent and go longer. <laughs> no, I won't. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because Brother John has something to say to us too. So I don't want to keep going and tiring you out. The little woman, she was a type of the seed. Yet being an alien, Brother Brown said, 
a heathen. Now remember, she probably hadn't to travel by night. It was so hot, the Sahara Desert, and travel by now. Oh, we got, I know I'm driving up here and I'm thinking, hmm, from my motel room to here, it only, it took me longer than I thought. That's why I was a little late. And then I thought, I'm going to tell the people, I am so proud of you. Very proud of you to do this road. Really am. I would. You have. And I'm proud of you for it. It's amazing. And I'm coming around the curve and I said, I'm going back into my old self again. Where's my sports car? It's a lovely road. Beautiful. I'm, I'm looking at all these farms and the car behind me sees me going over the yellow line. And I look back and they're going... But I wasn't going through the Sahara Desert. I have air conditioning in that car too. And so now she traveled by night. And she's probably reading the scrolls. And I thought, my goodness, she got the scrolls and we got the book. Hmm? She got the scrolls and we got the book. Now we find out, the prophet said, I'll reveal the secrets of her heart. And there... Be one among you, spiritual or prophet. I, the Lord, will make myself known to him. How God wanted to prove to a seed that it was him vindicating his word. You are, Brother Brown said, a great warrior. You're my people. You're my covenant people. I've called you by election and I've chosen you. Who wants to say that's not me? Oh, no, no way. Wonderful. It's glorious. So then you agree with me. You agree with me. You're my people. You're my covenant people. Huh? You're my elected people. You're my chosen people. Right? Amen. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. When? Oh, we just here on Sunday morning? I'll go with you. I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. I'll go with you. He's a mighty God. He's the Theophany King Jesus. He reveals himself as Jehovah Shalom. He's your peace. How many says, Jesus is my peace? I'm, I, you know, Jesus is my peace. Okay. Remember, I don't know if you remember, but I preached on the seven, uh, seven, um, attributes of God. Right, I started with Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, so forth like that. And then I ended with the quote, Brother Bram said, if you've got one of them, you got all of them. If you've got one of those attributes of God, you've got all those attributes of God. So you can't tell me Jehovah victory is not living in you. Because if you say, I got Jehovah peace, you got Jehovah Niskanu. You got the righteousness of God. Here, it's Shammah, the Lord God is present. You got it all. And what's your problem? No problem. Praise the Lord. We can go home now. We have no problems. We absolutely have no problems. Because we've got him, our champion, our hero. The mighty one. Living in a people again. Think about it. Brother Ram said he, he turned what? He turned the upper room. What, what did he call them? They were hiding behind the shutters and the doors. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a name that they, they're from men that were afraid to heroes. 
Huh? Cowards. That's exactly right, Brother John. There they were, cowards. But once the Holy Ghost came, once Shalom, once Shama came, Tiskanu came, Nissi came, doesn't matter which one of those, that's all of him. All that was in God. He poured into Christ. Come on, say it with me. All that was in Christ. He poured into his people. Why does he call you then the church victorious and not defeated? Why does he say you're a super church and not a a failure church? Why does he say that? Because it's him living in you. He's not a failure and he can never falter. He's a mighty God. Whenever you have an encounter with him, and then this is where I'll probably try and end for you. Whenever you have an encounter with God, the angel of the Lord is the one that you encounter, which is God himself, which is the Lord Jesus. We don't have a trinity, folks. You have an encounter. So, Brother Tom, I'm saved. I've had an encounter with God. What happened to hero Joshua? Here he was a little nervous. How do we take a city? Walls, they have chariot races on. And he's up against the wall. And Brother Brown said he's a little bit down. And he said, all of a sudden, a man appears. He's just an ordinary looking man. because But he had a sword. And he says, are you for us or against us? He said, I'm the captain of the Lord of hosts. You just met and encountered the captain of the Lord of hosts. That encounter conquered a city. Hmm. Okay, let's take Jehovah Shalom. Here comes Gideon, a little bit hiding behind the wine press. You know the story. We've done it. Demonstrated behind the pulpit. There he is. Little wheat need hiding. Got a little, uh, got a little wheat that he's, he's grinding up, grinding up, grinding up. And, but he takes this particular pathway and there's an oak tree on his top and there's a, a theophany of an older man sitting there. Thou mighty man of valor. Sure didn't feel like one. Hello. But that one encounter put Israel in their position. Do we want to go into Samson? What do we want to go into these encounters? Huh? You go, you go through one. And so if God does it for one, he does it for everyone. Yeah. Brother Ram said he doesn't love one more than the other. He loves us all the same. <laughs> That's what I love about God. You know, he must have loved Rebecca a lot to have an angel. Get to the well before she got, before Eliezer got there. Huh? Who told her, to, the angel to get there before? Huh? Do you think God's not watching over our lives and controlling every situation? Yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're there. Every situation, God's in control, isn't it, Jeremiah? Yeah. Come up to, uh, come up to Washington and have a COVID so you can't go back to Arizona and never leave. I love that. <laughs> love that testimony. You should hear it. It's tremendous. Who says Kobad's bad? You got Jeremiah. Wow. To me, that's awesome. After every angel visitation from Joshua to Moses to Gideon, doesn't matter who, changed their attitude. 
If the Holy Spirit would just come down this morning in a very special way. Change our attitude to realize that God has called us to a higher calling than defeat. After the angel's visit, there was zeal, passion. Mm -hmm. After the angel came, after Revelation 10.1 came, Revelation 10.7 unfolded the word of God. Saints of God, it put a passion in us that we've never seen before. What did I know? What did you know when you first came? I preached on it not too long ago. We knew nothing. We oh, God sent a prophet. Got saved. Huh? Now what did we know? Did we know about who she is? Who's the bride? What she's standing for? Open book. Huh? Rapture, revelation, theophany, Jesus. <laughs> huh? God keeps on opening it for us. And may God open it for you this morning. He's my hero. He's my champion. And he's living in me. And I'm going to walk accordingly. I don't think Gideon walked like he did before he met the angel. He stayed different. It was not an up and down yo-yo experience. And the Bible says even when he was weary... The passion in him kept going after the enemy. Are you weary? Don't weary in well-doing, Paul says. Don't weary. But even if you do, Gideon didn't stop. He kept pursuing. Keep pursuing. Keep conquering. Keep winning for Christ. Show the devil. I hate people that know the message but don't live it. I shouldn't say hate. That's a strong one. I dislike. I I like it in context. I like it in its purity. Because what has it done for me? We'll do it for everybody. No favorites. No favorites. Right? Oh, I am as some little guy from Chilliwack, B.C. But then an angel came by my way. Brother Ed had to come from Toronto. The same year, my dad gets promoted to go to Vancouver, and we both all end up in the whole of Cloverdale. Why? Because there were other hero champions that he's going to breed in this hour. I said, God's mighty. He's holy. Amen. What he did to, does today, he'll do tomorrow, the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Thank you, Brother John, for giving me the time. Sorry for running over it. All right. Gideons, where are they? Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, we got a, I got one. I got two. I told you I used to auction with the brothers. I got three, four, five. How many Gideons you got? I think I got a little bit more Shamgars, actually. Huh? Yeah, I love Shangar, right? Here he is, you know, hiding what he's got, you know, and the Philistines come marching in, oh, mm, mm, mm. take away all his increase, all his increase, all his increase. And he's just a simple, simple guy like I, and he's hiding in the barn as they take away the increase. Then finally, Mark, he comes to the place, I've had enough. That's my wife, my children, God gave me this harvest, and I don't care if there's 600 of them, I don't care if there's 10,000 of them. 
My God's bigger than him. He's my hero, my champion. Anoint me, Lord. You're the one. Takes an ox goat. There goes the first guy. Hey, that gives you courage. You know that? Bear, lion, Goliath. Just keeps on giving you more. Huh? All of a sudden, boom, bang, boom. And he's got these guys laying on the ground. 600 of them. It's, it's what? What? Six times this? I, I, you know, it's an incredible. I, mean, I, I, I don't know if you ever remember when I did the Coliseum. I think it's the uh, Louisiana State University has the largest um, outside uh, football stadium. And, and they call it a certain name because it gets so loud in there you can't hear yourself think. And it's like it holds about 89,000. And it's about 40,000 less than what Gideon had to fight. And so I put 300, you know, how they have a marching band. So I, you know, it's amazing what, you know, you can do with a computer. I pulled out 300, put them in the middle of the field, and I put the 89,000 all around them. And that's 40,000 short, right? Come on. There they were standing there, and they're going to kill every one of them. Don't tell me my God's not a hero. Don't tell me he's not my champion. And you know what? It wasn't their ability. It was the God that was in them. It is not your ability. It's the mighty God that is in you. Eat the book. Become the book. Conquer Satan in every area of your life. Amen. We got three up. We got three. So I put three fingers up. Uh, Tom did. See, I said, <laughs> was that one or two or three? Getting blind to my old age. But that's our God. He says, this is the awakening. This is the awakening. He says, here is Pentecost. Fast pray. Fast pray. Fast pray. This is the closest man to Brother Brenham, Jack Moore. Can you imagine that? Jack Moore says, we got to put out our magazine. Fast pray. Fast pray. Brother Brown says, fast pray, fast pray. Sound a trumpet. How many reads that? You know, you see it all the time. Fast pray, fast pray. It's all you hear, fast pray. We're going to have a great breaking of the day. Great things are going to happen. Pray, pray, pray. We're not too late yet. Do people read the message? It says, why do they do that? Why do they do that? They want a great awakening. They're crying and believing there'll be awakening. They're good people. Why is it? What have they done? They have not recognized the awakening of us. Hallelujah. Fast break, fast break. Got to have a revival. We are the word revival. Do you all believe that? Brother Bram said the bride will have a revival. She is the revival. Brother said to me, well, what's the revival? He said, where was the Welsh revival? Tell me, where was the Welsh revival? Tell me. Policeman? Fly all the way from America. Can you imagine? Brother Andy's in those days flying from America to Wales. And they're looking for the Welsh revival. And they say, where is the Welsh revival? And there's a old policeman on the corner. He says, you're looking for what? You're looking for what? The bride's revival? You're looking for it? Here I is. Come on, here we are. Here we are. 
The word's coming alive. It's not stories, not belt buckles, not paintings. It's the word in her. There she stands. Fast pray, fast pray. Don't they realize it's the awakening of the bride? They want that greater awakening. They're crying for it. But they have not recognized. That's 1964. They have not recognized the awakening that we're having Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Don't let the devil steal your revival. Amen. Because the next time I come down here, I want to. I'm going to stand at the door when you come through. Don't they understand? But being Christians, they feel the pull of it, but they haven't recognized it's been done. It's been done. They believe that they would. There would be a forerunner coming standing right there. <laughs> can you imagine how close it can be? So close. They're wanting something. But it's right on them. And they don't know it. They don't recognize it. They believe there will be a forerunner. Can you imagine? Brother Andy. I was, I was in grade four at that time. Grade four. And there he was saying. Here in 1964, they're looking for the forerunner, and it's already happened. Come on, bride. Come on, bride. We're looking for a bride. It's already happened. We are the bride. You say a rapture can happen tomorrow. Well, then live like the rapture is going to be tomorrow. Act like the rapture is going to be tomorrow. Believe like the rapture is going to be tomorrow. Amen. For the zeal of thine house has Eating us up, son. It's eating us up. I think it's a good place to stop. It eats us up. It eats us up. I don't put on what I am. John doesn't put on what he is. Brother Andy's all the ministers. No, brothers and pillars and elders of this church. We don't put on what we are. But we'll sure tell you what the word says we are. We'll sure put you where the quote, the prophet said we are. We know who we are for the zeal of the Lord. And then Brother Brown goes straight to Martin Luther. Isn't that incredible? Straight to Martin Luther. He said Martin Luther was a sensitive spirit-filled Christian. He was definitely a man of the word. He not only had a profound passion to study it, to make it, but he wanted to make it available. In order that all might live it. A man of zeal. And I thought, well, we've been under a man of zeal. I have since 75. He wanted all of us to get this message. He's my hero. It's the God in your pastor. My my champion. It's Jesus Christ in flesh again. May you run like you've never run before eat it like you've never ate it before speak it like you've never spoken it before believe it like you've never believed it before believe it see saints
Be compassionate. Be a Shamgar. Amen. Well, got three more messages after this, so we'll save it for next time. It's a time to realize we can only take so much. If we took just half of what we heard this morning, we would be a different church. We are a different church. But see how close it can get and we can miss it. They're looking for looking for a forerunner and he says already here and he's preaching it recognizing your day in this message right there and missing it and we can preach it to you saints and I don't want one of you to miss it not one not one don't be something different than what this message is please that kills me that kills me let's stay in the message stay in the word You hear all this fringe nonsense that's going out. Don't worry about it. That's not us. We're bride material. We are product of our father. What he is. I am. Genetically, people say, I I walked in to see my mom one day. My dad had passed on for probably five or six years of course I got a little bit older my mom was at her job and I was going to take her for lunch and she had this friend named Sally and she works with my mom and I come walking into the office and she looked at me she jumped out of her chair and she says Roy what are you doing here my dad's been dead for about seven years and I go it's Tom she says you are your dad I set the point to close this. You are your dad. We are a dad. Jesus. It's amazing. You smile like him. <laughs> she says you walk like him. Huh? She says even the movement, take your jacket off you. It's Roy. Huh? I want to be so like the Lord Jesus. That when I walk in the room, they, your house. You can say, Jesus walked into my house. And I can walk into your house. I said, Jesus lives in this house. Amen. And I believe I could say that. I want to say that from the depths of my heart. I seen Jesus in your homes. And all I want and desire for you is this word become alive and become living in me. God bless you. It's been a joy to be with you these two Sundays. Lord willing. Uh, Brother John will take next week. Brother Michael Ray will be down and take a Saturday evening. Lord willing, with the, all the young people, I think they're going to see him camp. I think ben, Derek will catch, get caught up with Michael. On <laughs> and then you'll have Sunday evening service. We'll have a morning at, back at home. And then we'll just keep on going. Brother John is going to say something to us. And I don't know how to do it because I don't want to, this is where I'm break down, but anyway. Brother John, you go first. I'll go after you. Okay.
say, Lord, I want to live it. Amen. Amen. We don't want to just hear wonderful sermons, and we don't want to just sing great songs and then go out and keep living our life of defeat. We are champions. We are heroes. So let's sing this one more time and sing it like we believe it and say, Lord, here we are in the last lap. Anoint all of us for our place. Amen. Lead me, Lord. and the house of God has only increased over the years. We want to thank you for the service today, Lord. We have been more than blessed. We have been visited by the angel of the Lord. We feel that prodding. We feel the uh, anointing of your Holy Spirit to the bride of Christ that's birthed us from little girls and little boys. Even this morning, even this afternoon, we can say on April the 11th, Jesus Christ is among us. Lord, we see it in the faces of one another. We see on the Zoom, and there's many, many that are streaming. We cannot see them, but we pray a blessing upon your people. May we live the word of God. May we be filled today with a double portion. God, we've heard about champions and heroes in the Bible. Our prophet that our brother Tom spoke about has spoken about it in his day, but this is our day. We don't want to cower back and deny the word, but we want to step forward into our placings. God bless every believer, every son and daughter of God in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Maybe brother Ryan, you can keep playing that. That'll be fine. And I'll let you have your seats. Brother Jonathan, can you bring the zoom back up again? Amen. I wonder if we can just thank Brother Tom Ray for coming these last two Sunday Sundays. Hallelujah. Visiting our homes. Sharing with us. Amen. We welcome him and, and welcome uh, all the ministries. Been so faithful over the years. And we thank the Lord for that. I want to say God bless you this afternoon. It's been, uh, it's good to be back home. From our last weekend uh, ministry trip to Tucson, Arizona. My, we visited uh, Brother Aaron McGarry and his wife, Sister Elizabeth, and family also in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, in Tucson last week, we spoke at three of the four services on Friday, Saturday, and Easter Sunday. Many, many send their greetings and their love to the congregation and assembly. And there were three baptized uh, on the Sunday night. Isn't Lord wonderful? Just praise the Lord for that and his mighty goodness. Brother Daniel Andes was the interim pastor for the last month. And they're looking to the Lord um, to just direct them for the future. Future. That's Tucson Tabernacle. And uh, Sister Janice Green, Brother Bisco, uh, Sister Ruth, you'll really like this. Uh, she came on the Saturday night. And uh, she had been streaming on the Friday night. She says, I got to go. I've got to go. So she came on Saturday night and 
sang a song. And uh, as you know, Brother Perry Green uh, used to pastor that church. And um, she came afterwards, uh, Brother Bisco, and she said, my, how's Brother Bisco doing? How's Brother Bisco doing? And and uh, and she says, I'm 86 years old, she said. And she was just so spry throughout the service and focused. And, you know, Brother Perry Green was 32 years old when he moved to Tucson and became their pastor. And Brother, Bis- uh, Brother Branham, our prophet, uh, had his family there. And Brother Branham was 53 years old. And for the last weeks of Brother Branham's life, uh, Brother Perry was his pastor. I just thought it was so much of an example to have a 32-year-old man of God be the prophet's pastor. And uh, I just thought that was wonderful. Uh, I wanted to thank Brother Bisco, our pastor, and Brother Tom Ray for uh, giving me the liberty and the freedom uh, to give a public announcement to the congregation uh, this afternoon. Almost three weeks ago, on Monday, March 22nd, I let Brother Bisco and Brother Tom Ray be aware of how I felt the Lord was uh, leading myself into another area and direction for future ministry. And we communicated with them in the last, uh, on that day and in the days we have spoken together and um, how the Lord has been moving upon our hearts and we've spoke personally to each of them and they've responded in their support of us and what we felt was the Holy Spirit leading us for future ministry elsewhere and to be traveling more and ministering in other places and message churches and to be accepting invitations to minister elsewhere and this is not a hurried or a hasty decision But after much prayer and consideration, I thought that I would continue for four weeks from that date. And then I would be moving forward in what the Lord is calling us for in his service. And at this time, I'm not fully certain of where we will travel and go. Uh, We have accepted invitations to minister immediately the last weekend in April and also throughout May of 2021. Uh, Many of the pastors that you know very well, we've been in communication with, and even through yesterday, uh, not about this announcement, but about us traveling. And uh, we'll continue to follow the leadership of the Lord for his perfect will for future service. And the Lord willing, we will be here next Sunday night, and um, that will be wonderful. At this immediate time, I'm not planning to move from the local area. But I'm remaining sensitive to what the plan of the Lord would be for my family. And just to give a little background, uh, we first moved here to Cloverdale in 1988 when I was 16 years old. My father that is here and my dear mother that is here moved uh, three of their children. It reminded me of the Smouts family. (laughs) One of them is 16 years old. I was 16 years old and three lovely children it would be like you moving your family here, Brother Terry, and, and um, in 1988. And then after marrying and having our first child here, we moved in 1994 to assist and minister in three different message churches and pastored in Dixon, Tennessee for three years. Then we returned back here in the year 2000 and raised our three children in the assembly. And all, all three of my children are here today. 
and I thank them for coming. Um, and now we have three grandchildren uh, with other family, extended family in the local area on both sides of the border. I want to say that I've been privileged and honored to assist in the local ministry since 2001 and travel to many countries and churches around the world, calling this our church home. And I have worked full time in the local assembly for over 16 years. And our relationship in the local assembly and with Bible Way Christian Academy and Bible Way Academy Online and the churches that we have all ministered to, we have always sought to do all we can to further the vision and to edify the saints of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ and of this wonderful end time message. So I want to say today, um, it's been a, a wonderful journey with you, Cloverdale Bible Way, Bible Believers of Washington, Bible Way Christian Academy, and to those online. We have supported this local vision with all of our strength, and we have ministered outside of this assembly with always a positive honor for this local assembly. And I want to say uh, we continue to have a very positive relationship with the senior ministry of, of this church, of all those at uh, Bible Way Christian Academy and the local congregation. And I desire and believe that that will continue on until this great rapture calls us home and throughout eternity. Uh, I'll trust that in the future I'll have the privilege to minister to you. And I desire to express my sincere appreciation and our genuine love for each of you. Those of you that are here present and those of you that are on Zoom and those that are streaming or will ever stream this service. On behalf of my wife and myself and our family, we express our sincere and genuine love for you. And the deep appreciation for the many years that we have shared together. I want to thank our pastor. He's an apostle to a generation. Brother Ed Biscoe. Brother Tom Ray has been like a father to me. Even yesterday as we were together for our 49th birthday and sat with Brother Tom. Um, he's been like a father to us. I want to thank them for their love for us, their care, and their continued support for myself, my wife, and our family, and our extended family. In conclusion, in our hearts, there is nothing but faith and believing that the same Lord Jesus that has led and guided and directed each one of his children will continue to lead you will continue to guide you and direct you and us unto our future home. We are for you. And I consider the the friends, the ministry, Brother Tim Dodd, Brother Murphy Wong, Brother Michael Ray, Brother Ken Andes, Brother Ernie Villanueva, um, from the school principal, the school teachers. We have worked with your young people. We have worked in the church office. We have worked with missions. We have worked in the local assembly and counseling and in visitation. Our attitude has always been positive. 
and it will remain positive. We have been respectful. We've been honorable. And we've not broken trust. And we've been passionate, as we heard this morning. And we have been faithful. We love this assembly. And I pray for the future that God will bless you. We love you. And I thank you for allowing me to share with you this announcement. God bless you from the bottom of our hearts. something that's very key that that we all have to understand in life is that we're sons of God and sons of God are led of the spirit and sometimes there's changes in our lives and it's it's God if you respect the man and he is a man of God then you feel led of God to do what you must do brother Bram said a very interesting quote brother John I know you know it very well and he says it in things that are to be. He talked about, he said there, a pastor will call a certain man of God to come to his pulpit because he knows what his people need. And so then God works at both ends. He just absolutely works at both ends. And so then God's have to have those men available to come. And when you are uh, a part of the uh, of a structure, if you want to say it, a structure, uh, expected to be maybe at work and we do certain things. Well, hey, a uh, person needs to be free to go and minister where God's leading him. And Brother Biscoe and I have been working on that schedule for many, many years. But the burden of the Lord on Brother John's heart, ministering. You'll bless many, Brother John. Um, he is a son to me. Is a son to me. You've had many, many meetings that have changed Joanne in my life. And may you have many more changing other lives. And when you're back, you better be sure the second dad will come and start pulling his, <laughs> his leg to minister to us. We love him dearly. And, and I don't say it presumptuously or to say this to be kind. When Brother John does anything, he does it with all his heart. And that's what I've always loved. And may God watch over you and Sister Sharon in the days ahead. I know sometimes we'll be a little lonely. I wanted something for to remember us because you will always, always be in our prayers. And wherever God lay, leads you and guides you, we are behind him 100%. He's blessed our assembly these many, many, many years. He has spoken things for some people that they think, well, that's pretty hard. But only Brother John could say it. And it was the right time in the right place. Found the right ground. Brought forth the right life. We love you dearly. You and Sister Sharon, of course, he calls it extended family. They get The tribes get bigger the older we get. Um, Joanne wanted to be sure. Brother Biscoe, Sister Ruth. To give you all our loving support wherever you are, Sharon. You're never forgotten. You're like a daughter also to us. John loves you dearly. We don't know what lays ahead. It might be for a short time. We just say, oh, John's gone. Oh, we're in the rapture. Hey, that's what I'm expecting. Hey, but he's going to go to the right church because the pastor calls for the right food. 
It might be the cantaloupe or the watermelon. Whatever. It could be a cabbage. Maybe something somebody just want to swallow. But I know it will be the spiritual food in due season. So God bless you, John. Brother John, as the Lord will lead you in the days ahead. You know my phone number. Okay. And, of course, we're supporting you with all our love and with everything that we possibly can. What a day. What a day. And we we thank God for it. Brother Andy's, what God has brought through you and Sister Joyce, I'm sure proud and thankful to the Lord Jesus. Many souls will be one on that day, John. You know, you remember the time where that little woman was cleaning out that stall? I was thinking about it. And uh, she's cleaning out to have a revival. And put handed out pamphlets, and one little boy showed up. One little boy showed up, but that little boy was an evangelist. Brought a million souls to the kingdom. You know, Brother Bram said, you know who was rewarded for those? It was a little woman that did her little part. So we want to do our part, Brother John, and we will continue to do whatever we can to further your vision and desire. We, I know we, you know, we want to, sort of, are we happy about this? Split decision on that decision. Um, but I do, I, I do want you, and, and, and I, I think I told Brother John or told somebody, I was, had this in my message and I do not want to forget this because I want you to understand we are birth heroes. How many remember last Sunday we prayed for Brother Milko? Show, show me that you, you, okay, you heard that? Debating about a feeding tube, not seeing brain activity, not giving us any hope or much hope. Brother Milko suffered a severe stroke two weeks ago. He was unable to swallow, to speak, or have any movement on one side. The prognosis from the doctors was very bleak. In fact, they suggest that we should not get a feeding tube as his quality of life is permanently greatly diminished. Given the COVID restrictions, we're not able to get to see him. This week, this week, we have seen a major turnaround. We've been able to get to visit him. Brother Milko is eating. He's cognitive of what's going around him. Well, all last week, the doctors were talking about the end of life. And we're talk- and now we're talking about rehabilitation. Glory be to Jesus. (laughs) Glory. Yes. That's my God. That's my brother. Moving. Moving amongst us. He's my hero. My champion. Yesterday we took a video greetings from many of his friends. From all over the world. Brother Milko recognized all of you was deeply moved by the greetings, your prayers, and well wishes. He took a, We took a music player, played music for him. At each song, he closed his eyes, rocked his head back and forth, 
at the end of each song, he opened his eyes and looked at me as if to say, why has the music stopped? Only to close his eyes and drink in the next song. We've had a wonderful time together. We have been working to create an atmosphere of faith in his room with the Tom and Brother Biscoe. We're able to talk to Brother Milko, pray with him on FaceTime. Yesterday was exceptional, difficult to leave him. As I began to leave, he looked longingly at me, stretched out his hand to me, and then held it for a long time. This is somebody they want to give up. Last week and this week, I believe because of the prayers of the redeemed, God is turning it around for his glory. Please continue to pray for his recovery and his spiritual, emotional well-being. We are so encouraged to see day after day improvement. Please remember to take some time, send a video, send a text to him as he finds great strength in seeing you all. Why don't we just rise to God, God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things He has done. be the glory. Take the word of God this morning. Apply it somehow to your life and say, Lord, I receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As brother John will be on the field, I want you to remember this. You have made a part of him what he is today. You might not know it. Maybe a kind word in due season. Maybe it was a handshake. Maybe it was a hug from a brother. 
But what Brother John is, is a part of us. And wherever he goes, we will remember the man of God. Well, hate to close his service and hate to have to leave your beautiful, wonderful faces. But may the Lord Jesus watch over you and bless you in a mighty way. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. What a way to end a service, Lord. We sing many songs. We sing victory songs. Victory's mine. Victory's mine. But it's to God be the glory. Great things you've done this morning. Lord, you're taking the man. You're leading him. We pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit himself, when he's kneeling by that room, and maybe a little lonely by himself, Lord, I pray that you'll just step right beside him. Put your hand on him. Speak to him. Whisper words of life to him, Lord, as he will speak to many around the world. We pray, God, that we could have a part in that. And pray, Lord, that you will use him and Sister Sharon in a mighty way. Guide them, I know you will. Lead them, I know you will. But protect them, Father, from any harm. And at the end of the day, when they come, we come marching in together. And Brother John and Sister Sharon come down that hall of fame. And all the cheers will go up and we'll pat them on the back. Say, that's our Brother John and that's our Sister Sharon. Lord, and he will enter into the joys. They will enter into the joys. And what a time we will have together again. Bless your people. The hospitality, the giving, the love has been overwhelming to me, Lord. I pray that you will pour back abundantly upon each and every one. And next time, Lord, it will be a different home, different fellowship. But it will all be to your glory. Bless your children now as we prepare to go. In the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Amen. My hope. As we close. My hope. Is in the Lord.
Josh is getting married next weekend to a Laster girl, right? Sister. And you're traveling down. Please give our loving greetings to Brother Josh. And, and uh, you know, can you imagine? Can he handle Kentucky or can Kentucky handle him? <laughs> One way or another, I think we'll see them back. <laughs> Kentucky, Kentucky. Oh, my goodness. God bless you. Brother John will be taking next Sunday. And I don't know, I know all of us would love to give greetings, to give our best to him. And Brother Brown said, you, he can say the best thing he could ever say is God bless you. That's the best thing he said you could say to a person is God bless you. Collectively, individually, we can't have that pleasure to ring, hug his, ring his neck, hug his neck and, and bless him. But I think all together, all together, we can say something to Brother John. Because I won't be here next weekend. Can we all together on three say, God bless you, Brother John. You mean a lot to us. Just say, God bless you, Brother John. One, two, three. God bless you, Brother John. God bless you richly. Amen. And it's not forever, right? That's right. See, we got that on tape. It's on tape. And um, we've enjoyed, again, Brother John's ministry. Uh, I remember when I was just young, Brother John was growing up. He says, you know, Brother John's enthusiasm. He's got more enthusiasm than I think collectively for a lot of people. And he says, Brother John, I like to do something with the young people. He took the burden of the young people. Then when when camp moved up, he started to help. Brother John, I like to help you camp. Help with the camp. And so I know that zeal. And I thought how appropriate at the end of the service that a man full of passion, full of zeal, could just be blessed by the bride of Christ and may the Lord guide him and keep him and I don't know if you do the elbow bump, fist bumps whatever but Brother John <laughs> you can go down we'll all be going and thank you again for opening your homes your, you uh, outdid yourself sisters for what you've done for me and brothers for your testimonies and, and we shall return by God's grace and look forward to having some time again. Brother Ryan, thank you. As always, Andrew, Brother Mark for singing that special. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Shay. Good girls, of course. God bless you all. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God be with you. Amen.